I was told to record an intro for Project Life with Mike Watts. I think that works. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Watts. It is Mike Watts. Thank you guys so much for listening. I've had two conversations over the past two days of people that listen to this, and they're really liking it. So thank you so much for listening. I didn't expect the feedback that I received. It's, it was pretty awesome. Uh, today I want to talk a little bit about, I was talking to my buddy yesterday, and he was he said one of the cool things, he came out here a week ago and he's doing some business stuff with Kate and I. Sorry about the background noise if you happen to hear the car. Uh, I just wanted to record this because it's been on my mind since I left the house. And he was talking about one thing that he really likes about working with Kate and myself is the fact that we make decisions really fast. Now, I've made I'm I've always been a fast mover and shaker and I've always decided to make decisions and quickness really fast and sometimes what I'm realizing not sometimes, but all the time. There's other people that are not like that. So, for instance, like my brother, for instance, he does not make decisions fast. He's an analyzer. He likes to ana- he analyzes every little thing that's possible. And But what happens that I've noticed, and I don't know about just with him. I haven't actually talked to him about this. But I've noticed with people who take a long time to make and analyze decisions is that it becomes decision fatigue. And they're not able to actually make a decision where we try to make the decision to be perfect. And we want to make sure we have that, that decision is the most perfect decision. But then you're not actually happy with the decision after you already make it. You're more worried or more concerned that maybe there was a different decision that could have been made, a different choice should have been made, that maybe the other grass was greener on the other side. And I, there's definitely some things that I've moved too quickly on that have hurt the overall process, but the more decisions I can make faster, the faster I weed out all of those things that could go wrong, if that makes sense. So basically, if I make 100 decisions today, one or two of them will be most likely wrong. But because I'm able to make decisions quickly, I am able to react to wrong decisions faster. So like I said, let's say I make a hundred decisions today and I make one of those decisions this morning, right? It, I, let's just say it's eleven eleven, which it is right now. I make a bad decision right now. And then by 12 o'clock, I will be on to something else to make more decisions. And I can, I can repair the decision, the bad decision I made today at eleven eleven. If that makes, I don't have an exact example off the top of my head that I can think of, but, but that's, that's the example of what how it reacts. So by being able to, and I think this is deeper than analyzing a decision. Now, if I'm buying a refrigerator or I'm buying a new car, for instance, I choose my car. I'm like, I want quality. When I bought my 4Runner, you know, I had a, I had a Ford F-150. I realized I was paying $650 a month for that and I was owning it over five years and then I realized my buddy leased one, same exact same car, but it was two years newer. Mine was a 2014, his was a 2016. And he was paying $200 less than I was per month. And I go, what is going on here? Same thing, exact same car. His was blue, mine was red. So it wasn't the exact same thing. 
but all the features and the setup, heated seats, like the whole shebang, all the same. Within two weeks, I had a new car. Like, I was like, this is crazy. And did I lose? I didn't sell. I didn't privately sell my car. I just traded into the dealership. I went, drove into Toyota. I was like, this is crazy. Let's get a new car. Let's save $200 a month. I don't necessarily need a full-size F-150. It's also much bigger, so it's harder to work with Penelope in the back seat, etc. So I was like, let's try something without a truck because I've had a truck for a number of years now. So I just made the decision. I was like, okay, within two weeks, I was in a new car, and I knew Toyota is where I'm going to go because the reliability, performance, resale value, all of that stuff is much better. But I leased it, so I don't care about resale value. And also, one of the decisions that I made was the lease instead of own, and not only saved me money, but I'm also getting a new vehicle every couple of years. And the cool part is, if anything goes wrong, it's I don't own it. Like, I just, I, I don't want to own it. Now, the next time the lease is up or we buy a new car, I will do an evaluation with our financial guys about what's the best decision. Do we own this car or do we lease it? You know, what's the smartest decision on our end? But these decisions are made quickly. And it's, it's not something that I let, I research for years and years and years. Now, I gave that example a car, but then I also mentioned a refrigerator. Okay, what I'll do when we need new appliances, I'll go to consumerreports.com, I look at what they recommend, I'll see what our design that we like based off what they recommend, and I'll go that direction. And if they recommend one brand over another brand, I'll go to that brand, and it's done. And then I'll go buy a refrigerator, you know, and we'll figure out what and features we like. Another example of this would be our house, right? I've talked about um, we're building a house. We got the pricing back for the house. It was pretty much over budget what we thought it was going to be. And then we calculated how much our monthly mortgage with taxes and what our monthly payment be with taxes and insurance and mortgage and all that stuff. And it ended up being much higher than what we actually wanted to, when we set aside building a house or buying a house, what we wanted to spend versus what this is going to cost us. And literally we cut an entire, that we built an area above the garage. Over the weekend, we got the pricing back on Wednesday. By Sunday, we were like, done, it's gone. You know, like where you have to rebuild the, this part to make it all work for us. But it's we knew the decision, what's going to save us hundreds of thousands, probably on materials and labor and all that stuff will be cut off the total price tag of the house. It's just about making the decision. Now, you can do a little bit of research, but if we research and 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 research, it just prolongs and delays. Now, I'm not talking about like life. I'm not talking about like heart surgery here. I'm talking about our daily life of decisions that we make on a daily basis because those are the things that we need to move quick more quickly quicker through because the quicker through we move the easier our life is to make the decision and that's what my buddy told me like Bradley was just like dude you guys make decisions very fast and it's cool to work with somebody that implements stuff very fast and I told him, I was like, if we prolong and delay things, how are we going to know if it ever works or it fails? You know, it's just like, if you don't make a decision to start somewhere and to go all in on something, how are you going to know if it works or doesn't? Well, it's not going to if we don't implement something, right? So that's what uh, I'm just thinking about, like, when we make decisions and operate and make it des- like, just quick. It has to be quick and it's got to move. And... Yeah. So let me know. How do you make decisions? What, what are, do you get stuck in decision fatigue? 
because I know it's also when I go into a flooring store, like we're going to be looking at hardwood flooring, you know, or we did on the weekend. We knew what flooring we wanted in 30 minutes. We were just like, we want light colors. We don't want it to be super dark. We want this. This is what we want. Boom. We told the builder, this is what it wanted. Get a quote. You know, and it was just like, what type of tile do we want? We have these ideas in our head, lay them on a piece of paper. And it's just, it's starting to, it's kind of manifestation coming to reality. And the better we get at making the decisions quicker is we're able to work through those ones that don't work out quicker as well. Now, not, it's all not, not, this isn't what like a one all thing fixes everything. No, but it's, it's work. Like it requires work and effort. And the better we get at that, the better we become. Thank you for listening to the Project Life with Mike Watts, another episode about decision fatigue and making decisions quicker. Yeah, if you like this episode, you can head over to iTunes and drop me a line. Leave me a review. Love to hear from you. That would be great. And then also, I'm on the social platforms. Well, Instagram and uh, Facebook really is where I use most of it. Mike at Mike J. Watts. Instagram is my new fave. So add me up on Instagram because we can be friends. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to the Project Life with Mike Watts podcast. If you found this valuable, please head over to iTunes and leave a comment if you wouldn't mind. I would love to get your feedback just from a value standpoint. Is it, has this been valuable? Has this not been valuable? To And then also for improvements that I can make on future episodes. Also, if you happen to be interested in one of those amazing people in the world who are creating amazing things, right? How many times can I use amazing in one sentence? I think maybe we should try it one more time. Are you amazing? That's what that would be. That's, now it's just getting weird. Anyway, if you go to MikeJWatts.com, you'll see a video or a button on there that talks about let's do this. And on MikeJWatts.com, I have actually three videos that I have found since I've been working and running and building a business that three common things that people talk about all the time. Number one, it's creating more time in your life. Number two, this, some people don't talk about a lot, but I found it super valuable in my life was about ego. So it's how I'm able to control my ego. At least I try to every single day or getting better at it, I should say, improving. And instead of the ego controlling me, because I think that's very important when it comes to our running our business and then also habits. So a lot of people talk about habits, creating habits, changing habits, etc. but just things that will set us up for success. And there's a couple in here that are very rare that very few folks talk about. Um, usually it's not about making more money or building this successful, huge empire. It's not what I'm talking about in these, these three things here. So if you're interested in that, interested in learning a little bit more, go, you can go head over to MikeJWatts.com and there will be like a little button. It's orange. It says, let's do this. And you can just click on that. You can sign up for the three videos. It's about how to create more time, how to control the ego instead of the ego controlling you, and how to create the habits that will set you up for success. And you'll get those on day one, day video one immediately. Day two would be video two, and day three would be video three. Thank you so much for listening to the Project Life with Mike Watts. I am very, very grateful for you to be here and remaining with us all the way till the end. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Cheers and have a great rest of the day.